Welcome to College Street Victory Church. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. When the word got out that Jesus was not far from Jerusalem, a large crowd came out to see him. And they also wanted to see Lazarus, the man Jesus had raised from the dead. This prompted the chief priests to seal their plans to do away with both Jesus and Lazarus, for his miracle testimony was irrefutable and was persuading many of the Jews living in Jerusalem to believe in Jesus. The next day, the news that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem swept through the massive crowd gathered for the feast. So they took palm branches and went out to meet him. Everyone was shouting, Lord, be our savior. Blessed is the one who comes to us sent from Yahweh, the King of Israel. Then Jesus found a young donkey and rode on it to fulfill what was prophesied. People of Zion, have no fear. Look, it's your King coming to you riding on a young donkey. Now Jesus' disciples didn't fully understand the importance of what was taking place, but after he was raised and exalted into glory, they understood how Jesus fulfilled all the prophecies in the scriptures that were written about him. All the eyewitnesses of the miracle Jesus performed when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead kept spreading the news about Jesus to everyone. The news of this miracle of resurrection caused the crowds to swell as great numbers of people welcomed him into the city with joy. But the Pharisees were disturbed by this and said to each other, we won't be able to stop this. The whole world is going to run after him. Good morning, praise God, and welcome to church. How are we all doing this morning? I just love that. We're not going to be able to stop this. The whole world is going to run after him. Praise God. Father God, thank you again for this time and this space and in this place of your grace. Lord, thank you for calling us in to your church. Lord, we're open to hear from you. We're open to receive from you. And Heavenly Father, we are open to be moved by you. Would you have your way today? In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you're joining us for the first time ever, welcome to church and welcome home. We're so excited that you're here with us. You're joining us online. Um, Everyone there at Ruth and Naomi's Revive, uh, Women's Shelter, and the rest of you watching online, thank you for joining us. And a special shout out for all of you that made it here this morning. Come on, turn to someone and say, you made it and you look good doing it. Come on. <laughs> Praise God. Well, why don't you uh, help me out since you're talking anyway and you're doing maybe a better job of preaching than me today. But why don't you turn to at least one person and give them the title of today's message. That is, it is finished. Say, it is finished. It is finished. Are you ready to be finished with certain things in your life? Are you ready to be finished with fear? Ready to be finished with anxiety? 
Come on. Depression. Are you ready to be finished with everything that's holding you back? Maybe you're, you're ready to be finished with, with, with words that haven't been working for you, but they've been working against you, and you're going to say, no more. No more. I'm going to speak life, not death, over my situation. No more. Maybe you're, maybe you're ready to be finished with a mind virus. Some of you have maybe taken on a mind virus that isn't of God. The thoughts and ways are not of God. So you're going to say today, it's finished. I'm done with that. Say it is finished. Come on, it is finished. Maybe, you, maybe you're done with even a, a COVID mentality, if you know what I mean. But just say it is finished. The past is past. We are moving forward into the future. It is finished. Come on, praise God. There are many of us that need to learn what it means to live fully in the finished work of Christ. Fully. Uh, today is Palm Sunday. Today is a day uh, where we celebrate where Jesus came into Jerusalem riding on a donkey of all things. Right? The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Prince of Peace came riding in and people were waving palm branches. They were waving them up in the air like they just don't care. And they were laying them down. And I think some of us today, we need to wave some things aside and lay some things down at the foot of Jesus, right? Come on. Can you think of at least one thing that you need to be finished with and you're just going to lay down at the foot of Christ today? Think about that thing. What are we willing to wave? So let's lean into God's word today. We're going to be jumping into the story of Palm Sunday found in, in John chapter 12. John chapter 12, if you're following along. Uh, the notes are also available on version. They're also going to be on the screen uh, for those of you watching online. And let's just get into John chapter 12. Didn't my beautiful bride do a wonderful job of reading the word of God this morning? Mm. Praise God. So I want to start in the verse, verse 9. When she read verse 9, it said, When the word got out, <laughs> when the word got out that Jesus was not far from Jerusalem, a large crowd came to see him. And they also wanted to see Lazarus, the man that Jesus had raised from the dead. Hmm. Is there something dead in your life that needs raising or maybe there's some things that need to stay dead you know what I mean but then there's some things that you thought you were over with you were done with but God's going to resurrect in your life he's going to resurrect something in relationship resurrect something in your finances that God is calling forth but there, there's a part of the scripture that really stood out to me and that's that they came to see people we need to see that it is finished we need to see that it is finished where do you need to see it to believe it. Maybe it's not so much with your outer eyes, but with your inner eyes, with your heart. Where do you need to see that it is finished? Maybe you need to open up your word a little more and get into the word of God and see where it is written that it is finished. You see, before we can be finished, we need to see that it is finished. We need to believe that it is finished, ladies and gentlemen. And people are after, you're after the tangible presence of God. You want to see it, do you not? You want to see God move, do you not? Do you want to see the evidence of God's resurrection in your life, do you not? We want evidence. Don't just tell me that it's done. Show me. Show me, Sheldon, that the battle is won. Come on. Show me. Don't just tell me, show me. 
I, I want to be, you know, I want to be in relationship with, with people who contribute towards the finished work of Christ. Not just sit, contemplate, and complain about it. You know what I'm talking about? But contribute. Not just, not, not just focus so much on the past and talk about the past, but talk what God is doing now. When he says, behold, I do a new thing. Can you not see it? Ooh, you with me? Can you not see it? Where is he making a way? In the wilderness, in the desert, in the wasteland. Now is your time. Say, now is my time. Say, now is his time. Now is his time. People knew that, that Jesus was real. Why? Because of the relationship they had with him. And, and the relationship that he had with those that he was close to, that they were close to. They had to come see this Lazarus dude. They had to come see if the story was real about a dead man who was dead for four days and then brought to life. Let us see. Let us see Lazarus. And that's how they believed. You know, he was, he was for sure dead. He was wrapped in burial, burial clothes, dead. Uh, when Jesus said, you know, remove the stone, and, and they said, what, he's going to stink? I, I'm telling you, some of you, some of the things that you've buried in the past, they stink. Uh, uh, oh, let's be honest, they stink, and you're like, I don't really want to go there, God. Uh, do you really want to call that thing out, that relationship out, that uh, dream or whatever I put aside? I don't even, I'm kind of embarrassed of that thing. You want to call that out? He says, I'm calling it out. I'm calling you out. I'm calling you to step out and see that he is a good God. He is a God that takes messes and turns them into messages. Come on, he is a good God. He is a God that takes pain and uses it for purpose. He is a good God. He is the God of resurrection. He is the God of restoration. He is the God of recreate. You see, he is the God of life. And he's going to breathe onto something that you thought you were done with. You thought God was... That, that he couldn't use and watch him watch him God is in the restoration business I don't know if you notice that he's not just in the resurrection business he's in the restoration business come on you know in, in, in Hebrew the word Lazarus actually means God is my help Lazarus means God is my help what's dead in your life that needs God's help can you think of something you need to Maybe see a Lazarus moment. <laughs> Maybe you felt a little lazy in an area that needs a real Lazarus moment. Come on. Am I speaking to anyone today? You know, four days. Four days Four days was significant. Four days was significant. Jesus waited on purpose because the Jews believed that after three days that the spirit could not return back to the body. He waited for our benefit. And I think how many of us, I said to the men this morning, I said, how many of us, we think that thing is dead, that thing is done. There is no way that thing's going to be able to work unless there's a miracle of God. And God is waiting so that he can be glorified, so he can call out that thing, so he can raise it up. Because he's not done with you yet. And some of you have just been waiting on, God, on your time. You're like, well, God, I, this, I got till such and such a time. And he says, oh, no, 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 no. Wait on my time. Wait on my time, because my time's not your time. My ways are not your ways. Neither are my thoughts your thoughts. Will you trust in me? Will you trust in me? Because I'm about to do a resurrection. <laughs> you trust in me. Come on. You see, this was really cool, too, because this foreshadowed what Jesus had spoken about in John 2. In John 2, he talked about, he says, I'm going to, 
I'm going to tear down this temple and watch that I don't rebuild it in three days. He was talking about his body. He was talking about his body. You see, Jesus has the power to resurrect not just others, but resurrect himself. He had the power. Come and see. This is just a taste. Come and see. Come and see, Danny. This is just a taste. He's just getting started with you. Come and see. I think there's too many of us that sometimes we get caught up looking at or looking for the wrong things. That's why we don't see it. Because we're looking for the wrong things. When the world just wants to show suffering, sadness, maybe really what we need to be looking for and looking to is a savior. What are you looking to? You know, many people are just looking for reasons nowadays. I don't know if you've noticed that. Reasons. Reasons for this. Reasons to do that. Reasons to justify their actions, their beliefs. Let's stop looking for reasons and start looking for a resurrection. Oof. Are you with me this morning? Okay. I'm ready to preach today, so hope you're ready to receive. You know, in John 11, 42 to 44, when Jesus calls out Lazarus, he said, I did this for your benefit, for the people standing here, that they may believe that God the Father sent me. And you know, right after he said that, Jesus calls out in a loud voice to Lazarus. He says, Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped in strips of linen, a cloth around his face. And Jesus said to them, take off those grave clothes. Let him go. Take him off. Let him go. What's got you all wrapped up in? that you aren't able to see, that you need to remove so that you can not just walk towards the sound of a Savior, but you can see your Savior and walk out of the grave, walk out of your discomfort and into your calling. What do you need removed today? Jesus is the way, but you got to see it. It's hard to walk towards what you believe when you can't see it. Isn't that true? Without vision, we perish. Without a revelation, there's no restraint. Hey, honey, you got to be able to see it. Say, I can see it. Okay, that sounds good. Next verse. Verse 12 and 13. The next day, someone say the next day. The great crowd that had come from the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and they went out to meet him shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Hosanna! A Hebrew expression meaning save. Save which became an exclamation of praise. Hosanna! Psalm 118, 25 to 26 says, Lord, save us. Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord, we will be blessed. From where? From the house of the Lord. How many of us could use some saving? 
I, mean, I bet you can answer the next one really is how many of you could use a little more success? Mm. We can't be successful without a savior. I can't save myself. Like my wife had said a few weeks ago, you know, there's a difference between success and significance. Success is what we do for ourselves. Significance is what we do for others. God has called us to a higher level. Amen? So it leads me to our next point. First, we need to see it, but we need to speak it. Hosanna! Hosanna in the highest! Speak it. What do you need to speak to that it is finished? Where do you just need to say this is finished? You name it and you claim it. (laughs) You say it. Come on, in the name of Jesus. What are you going to speak to? You know, when the the world wants to just fight, and boy, does the world want to fight. We need to say it is finished. Battle's already won. I don't have to fight for victory. I can fight from victory, praise God, right? Come on. The battle is won. It is finished. Someone say it is finished. Thank you. What situation do you need to shout? It is finished in Jesus' name. The people shouted, Hosanna, saved. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You know, we've all been guilty of shouting sometimes. We've all been guilty of maybe even been shouted at or shouted out. But God is calling us to shout out his name. To shut out, shut out and shut up the enemy. Come on. I said it. Shut him out and shut him up. There's only one name above every other name that's going to do that. And if you're going to shout it, you better shout your Savior's name. And his name is Jesus. And here comes Jesus riding on a donkey. A donkey. But you know what? The people wouldn't remain silent. They didn't just watch him. They were moved by him. They couldn't remain silent. Actually, the the Pharisees themselves tried to get Jesus to silence the people. And he said, well, if they're quiet, even the rocks are going to cry out. If you don't shout out somebody or something will. I want to be on the side that's shouting victory. I want to be on the side that shouts Hosanna. I want to be on the side that shouts Jesus. You know, you can't silence, you can't silence the praises of a fulfilled promise. You know, if you've been waiting for something, praying for something, longing for something, yearning for something, and that something steps into this room, you're going to shout his name out. When you receive what you've been longing for, what your ancestors have been longing for, what you've prayed about, what you heard about, what you sang about, and when Jesus shows up, you're going to (laughs) shout. Are you not? So why not give praise to the promise that has already been given? Shout it out. You know, Zechariah 9, 9, it was prophesied. Your king is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he. Humble and mounted what? On a donkey, on a colt, on a fowl. 
So shout for your salvation. Come on. When you speak, it is finished. Speak, it is finished. In the name of Jesus, it is finished. Colossians 3.17 says that whatever you do in word or deed, do in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him, through God the Father. Jesus also said in John 14, 12 to 13, I tell you the truth. The what? Anyone. Say anyone. Anyone who believes in him. And he said, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works. Even greater works. You see, you can ask for anything, he says, in his name, and he will do it. Why? So the Son of Man will be glorified. So what, you can't ask for something unless you speak it. Is it not true? And the only way for some of us to be set free is to speak it. By speaking the scripture over our situation, we are set free. Oh, the enemy likes to shut you up in any way he can. Try to give you false humility. Well, I don't want to come across as a Bible thumper, you know. If I put my scripture up there, ain't your scripture, that's God's word. Is it building up and edifying the church? Then put it out there. Is it going to encourage someone? Put it out there. Is it going to speak life? Put it out there. Is it the gospel? Is it good news? Come on, we could use some good news. Put it out there. Speak it. Say it. How else are people going to live up in a down world? Got to speak it into existence. God who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. Speak it. Verse 15. People of Zion, have no fear. You might notice I'm shouting a lot because it's the scripture. You got to read your Bible the way that it was written. Have no fear. Look, it's your king coming to you riding on a donkey. Have no fear. Having no fear means overcoming every obstacle, every obstruction, every offense. Ooh, I'm talking to someone tonight. Everything that would come against the word of Christ. It means shielding our heart and mind in Christ Jesus. It means taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. It is, ladies and gentlemen, faith in action. That is having no fear. It is faith in action. That means we act like it is finished. Come on. We see that it is finished. We speak that it is finished. Now, come on, you better act like it's finished. If faith without works is dead, advancement doesn't come without action. I, I said to our men this morning, you know what? We're going to learn what it really means to be live action heroes. <laughs> come on. How many live action heroes in the house today? Come on. Oh, I better see more hands than that. Where are all my men in the house? Where are all my mighty women in the house? Advancement doesn't come without action. To activate the finished work of Jesus means to be contending 
You know, the word contending in the Greek means to jump onto. It means to wrestle. That's contending. Hey, if you just got enough faith, Vince, that you can do it on your own, what do you need God for? What kind of match is that? Right? You need to have a God-sized faith to take on things that you can't do on your own, that you weren't meant to do on your own. It's going to take the church. It's going to take the body of Christ. It's going to take a community of believers that live in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Praise God. There's something to wave. So don't just say that, you know, you you got the faith and you're only going to jump on the little things that you can handle on your own. You see, God puts things in front of us to get to, to take us to the next level. You know, we heard a pastor friend say the other day, he, he doesn't put those objects in front of you so that you can just get the object. He puts it in front of you so you can get the faith. You see, the faith is more important than the object. The object is just a byproduct of the faith. He wants you to have that faith is way more important. Faithful with little and faithful with much. Are you with me today? Praise God. Oh. I might need my notes, Pastor Stan. You see, God is calling us to another level of action. He's calling us to another greater level of faith. He is calling us to step up and step out. Would you stand with me? I believe that God has called you to this time and this space and this place on purpose, for a purpose. Can you imagine if when we walk out of these doors that we are the type of believers that see more clearly, that speak more boldly, and that act out in the faith that God has given us to serve one another, to lead one another. You know, Amy Cuddy, she found out this thing is called the Superman posture. I don't know if you heard about it. Man, you're going to like this works also for women, but for men, you know, how we carry ourselves. You know, what's on the outside should really reflect what's on the inside. And remember when I said that the devil wants to shut you up? He wants you to walk like this. He doesn't want you to walk in the boldness of Christ, in the resurrection power of Christ. And Paul said, if if it was not for the resurrection, this would all be in vain. We got to walk in that resurrection power. There's other people waiting on you. Live action heroes, they're waiting on you. And Amy Cuddy found in her study that for men, your testosterone level goes up 20% if you carry yourself properly. If you just look at yourself in the mirror, oh, some of the women are like, amen. Imagine if we walked with what God has placed on the inside, that it would shine on the outside. But unfortunately, the majority of people don't walk that way. They walk like this. And because they walk like that, and this is false humility, they walk thinking, oh, God couldn't use me. I'm broken, that's dead. 
That thing is buried. That thing is left behind. That it increases your stress level by 15% just by the way that you carry yourself. But if you know that God is for you and who can be against you, if you know that you're the head and not the tail, then walk that way, talk that way, act that way, and use it to serve others. Use it to be a light. Let God's strength shine through you and even through your weakness, His strength, let His strength shine through you and be made known. I, I propose that we walk on the outside what God has placed on the inside. That we shout, Hosanna in the highest. That we lay down whatever we got to lay down at his feet. And lift his name on high. Verse 19. But the Pharisees were disturbed by this and they said to each other, we won't be able to stop this. The whole world is going to run after him. The whole world, ladies and gentlemen, is running after him. You either run to him or away from him. You were made to run with him. The truth is we're, we can't stop it. And we need to run to that finish line. We need to run to Jesus. We need to run to the finished work of Christ. We need to lay this at the foot of the cross. Help me out. Say it is finished. Say to anxiety, say it is finished. Depression, come on, say it with me. It is finished. Fear, say it with me. It is finished. Loneliness, say it with me. A poverty mentality, say it with me. It is finished. The takeaway I have for you guys is this. P.S. Palm Sunday. Lay it down. Why? Because it is finished. It is finished. Father God, we thank you that it is finished. We thank you for your word today that speaks to our heart, that reveals the evidence that it is finished. Help us speak it. Help us see it. Help us move in your finished work of Christ. For by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your son. If, if you're here today, and you know you got something you've been carrying that you need to lay down at the foot of the cross, that you need to say it is finished to, and maybe you've tried saying it's finished on your own, but it's time that you invite God in the finished work of God so that not by your strength, but by His Spirit, you can say it is finished. I want to lead you through a prayer right now. Paul said in Romans 10.9, if we believe in our hearts, and we confess with our mouth, believing and confessing that Jesus is Lord, believing and confessing that God the Father raised his son from the grave. We'll be saved. 
It is finished. Would you pray with me right now? Would you bow your heads? Close your eyes. you forgive me for my sins you see I believe that you died for me it is finished I believe that you rose from the grave I say it is finished and I believe that today is a new day because it is finished come into my heart be Lord over my life in Jesus name it is finished well you're in this moment well God is in this moment while your heads are bowed your eyes are closed while you're in this moment if you prayed that prayer for the first time So thank you that I know that's you. Praise God. Thank you. It is finished. Thank you. It is finished. We're going to continue to press in. It is, it's not quite finished. <laughs> We're going to lift the lid on the stage. Because part of living and acting in the finished work of Christ is being obedient he said, I require obedience even more than sacrifice. And he calls us to make disciples. We're not here, ladies and gentlemen, to play church. We're here to be the church. And he commissioned us to make disciples, baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching. Teaching others to obey his commands surely he is with us always there's a process to the promise in Romans it says when we go under the water this is what baptism means that we are buried with Christ it's finished and when we come up out of the water that we are resurrected with Christ so that's you and you want to step in you don't need a excuse you don't need a reason there's only one reason his name is Jesus don't care about what anybody else thinks just step forward for some of you that's the lie that's been holding you back some of you need to take the plunge today we've got towels we got clothes but we're gonna press in and worship it is finished I'll be down there just come see me but let's let's get praise to God Thank you for tuning in today and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.